0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Did you just tweet out a link? Good
1: evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever you might be watching this video or listening to the podcast. Welcome back to a special edition Featuring two boys from America. It's Andy and Mike from Goonies in the USA. How the hell are you? Hello, hello.
2: You're doing well.
1: How, how are you doing, Craig? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Look I'm a bit right. red. I'm all right at the moment. I'm all right at the moment. Can you hear me? Can people see us? Put something in the live box on Twitter. I have it up on my phone. Can you see me? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> it says we're live it says we've got yes hi again we can hear everyone <laughs> hey. you're gonna wish you couldn't yeah. by the end of this <laughs> just for anyone who's watching thinking what the hell are they going on about don't, don't worry it's just been a bit of a nightmare um but we're back um and we are here a special show tonight we are hoping to raise money for cancer research worldwide um if you can Go to goonersversuscancer.com. See the link there. Donate a pound if you can. Um, we've got 4,000 subscribers. Is everyone who watched this uh, uh, donated a pound? That's four grand. If we donated 50 pence each, that's two grand towards the magic total um, that I'm going to hand over to Mike yeah. and he's going to tell you a bit more about it.
2: Well, thank you, uh, Craig, Lee. Um, you know, I've mentioned to you before, we're. we're- just really thrilled with how how energetic you guys have been about joining us in this cause. Um, you know, we told you about our plans for Gunners versus cancer a few weeks ago and you guys just immediately said, we're, we're going to do a joint pod. We're going to help you raise money. And it's, it's, it's just, it's been really kind of heartwarming for, for you guys to do that. So what we're doing is we're raising money worldwide. It's a worldwide charity. It's not just here in the U S um, the charity is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which raises money to help treat, uh, provide assistance to families, and hopefully find the cure for for blood cancers, um, and uh, you know blood cancers like leukemia, lymphoma, myeloma, that sort of thing, which have impacted my family tremendously. My father passed away. My stepfather's been diagnosed a couple times with lymphoma, and we just know so many people have been touched by that that it's a it's a huge cause for us. So um, you know we're we're. We've seen before what the Gunnar family can do, what the Arsenal family does when it comes to reaching into their wallets and, and um, you know, a pound, a dollar, two, five pounds, five dollars, whatever you can spare because we know you have a lot of requests for charitable donations and we we know we're just one of them. But, um, you know, even if it's just a, a couple of meticals, which Andy is the currency in Mozambique.
3: Because we've cornered
2: oh. the market in Mozambique.
3: <laughs> yeah, we are the number one official Arsenal podcast in Mozambique.
2: We we, we are, definitely. And, and, uh, and we learned that from Mozambique Weekly, which is a magazine that my son subscribes to. So um, the goal is to raise about $2,500 by the middle of September, um, which is when my office has a charitable event that raises money for the same charity. And we're hoping to contribute uh, at least $2,500 at that point. We'd love it to be more. Um, and, um, we're about one third of the way there already with about five or six weeks left. Um, again, you know, if you just have anything to spare, uh, go to goonersversuscancer.com versus or goonersvcancer.com. Either one will take you there, learn a little bit more about the fundraiser and, uh, and help us out. And if you can spread the word, that's even better. Well, it's not even better than donating, but it's almost as good. So thanks again for, for, for that. And I'll talk a little bit later in the podcast about a way that, you know, if you have artistic abilities, you can actually help to bring in a $500 donation to our charity on behalf of somebody that's uh, looking for a favor and and willing to to donate to the charity for it. So I'll talk about that a little bit later on.
1: Superb. Um, As some of you might know, me and Lee have decided that we are going to donate every single penny we make from YouTube this season um, to the cause. Uh, We, you know, we don't, I don't mind in telling you. I think we earn about six, seven, six or seven euros um, per video. So any, every single penny um, that we make,
2: that's 20 euros more than we earn per episode. <laughs> so. Yeah. You guys are off and running. Every hey, penny Google
3: that we make. Us We have to pay them. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Every penny
1: we make is going to go to this charity. Um, like I said, there's four thousand of you out there that subscribe to us. If you could all give fifty pence, that's two grand. Um, it, it adds up. If if two thousand, if four thousand of you, you know, donate fifty pence, then you know, there's two grand, and that brings. That, I mean, that will take us to the that will take us to the grand total. So then, every, everything's a bonus. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. I know Harry from the Chronicles of Guna is doing the same thing. Um, a lot of Arsenal fans are getting on board with it. Um, so we're just using our power of social media to get this charity out there. So it's Gooners or GoonersvCancer.com. Go and have a look. Like Mike says, go and have a look at it. It'll explain even in even more detail. Explain. Um, explain. <laughs> uh,
3: even
1: in even more detail what we're what, what, what we're trying to do here. So um please go and have a look at it. See what you think. Um and like Mike says, you know, fifty P fifty P will do it. Um, if you all donated fifty pence, it will be absolutely brilliant.
2: But if someone you know isn't going to donate it, then you have to do it—a uh, whole pound.
1: Yeah, because you got to make up for that asshole. And just—that's uh, uh, not very nice of you. We're raising money. <laughs> and just for the Americans, just for the Americans that might be watching, that's one pound sterling. Um, that's the little gold coin with the queen's head on it.
2: It's not worth um, as much as it used to be, though,
1: is it? No, it certainly isn't. It certainly isn't. Um, judge, wake up!
4: Oh. oh. <laughs> We're, oh are we are we live this time are yes we we're live? Live.
1: yes oh. it's yes, very good very funny yeah um how are you
4: mate i'm all good i'm all good like you know so um yeah I'm, I'm slightly over the disappointment of yesterday um but it was um very enjoyable going back down the emirates uh having a catch up with some old pals and whatever and uh it was good up until about 4 15 i have to say like you know and uh <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, well, about four o'clock, because once um, Manchester City turned up, uh, you, listen, that's why they're champions. Uh, their fans are actually singing, that's why we're champions. And uh, um, I have to say, um, I've only watched one game this season, but I'll be very, very surprised if they're not champions again next season. I will be. I'm very, very surprised. Very, very good side. Um, and if things do go a little bit wrong, if they have somebody get injured during the season, January, they have the money to bail them out of it. Well, we won't be playing it. Where they won't be playing midfielders uh, up front and white players in different positions because they're gonna. They've got a squad. I'll tell you what, their 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 backup squad would probably get uh, into uh, the Europa League top six quite easily. Just, you know, the subs that they were bringing on yesterday were well. You know, De Bruyne, Sane. You know, uh, we'd love to have one of them in our starting lineup, let alone on the bench.
1: Absolutely. Um, Andy, let's come to you and talk about the game. Welcome to the Same Old Arsenal podcast, mate. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me on. Not a problem, mate. Not a problem. Our pleasure. Um, Lee's talked you know, about the game. Yes, it was disappointing. We lost the first game of the season. It was a bit of a, a bit of an anti-climax. You know, I, I didn't expect us to beat Manchester City um, in my heart, but my head... Was, was telling me, no, 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 you can, you can. But we didn't. Uh, we lost the game 2-0. But there were a lot of positives yesterday um, that I fought. Uh, we didn't lay down was the first positive. Yep. If that would have been last season, we'd have laid down and opened our legs. Yep. Um, and perhaps conceded four or five. The other positive I liked was that I liked the high-press um that we were playing obviously not the best of teams to be doing it against manchester city but hey that's the way the manager wants them to play and the first positive for me was this boy quendosi how good is he
3: yeah you know i said on our pod last week that i wasn't going to be dick diving because uh, i wanted to see how well he played against some of the big boys and i thought that he held his own um he made the mistake for the first goal uh, he wasn't by himself on it, but he made the mistake, and he didn't drop his head. He kept going. Um, I think the last match he played was in front of 6,000 people in the French League 2, and so it's a pretty big step up to play against the defending champions in front of 60,000. Um, it's kind of like
2: how we feel on this podcast today. Yeah, right? You're yeah. used right? to playing <laughs> in front of, like, a people. Yeah.
3: Um, What really impressed me with him is his age, how often he wanted to be on the ball. Even after the mistake, he just kept going and going. And he reminded me of a young Fabregas. He wanted to be connected to all the plays. He wanted to receive the ball. He got stuck in. The the occasion, I think, got to him a little bit, but you didn't really see it too much. And if he's good enough to play like that against City... There are 19 other teams that I, th- I feel he could really impress even more against. And so, uh, yeah, it was a tough match to watch. I predicted we'd lose 2-1. Um, but uh, tough way to start the season. But he was definitely the shining the shining uh, star in that match for sure. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Mike, what did you make of uh, Quendozi's performance yesterday?
3: Well, first, I'm going I'm to sound the bell for
2: a donation. Thank you, Kerry McCollum, who's a regular listener of ours and in the chat box, uh, came up with the idea to ring the bell for a donation. I could see my email one came through from him, so we're off and running. Thank you. Um, Gwendozi. I mean, it, the game overall is a perfect example of kind of the learning curve we have this season. I mean, not just for the players or the coaches, but the, the supporters as well, I guess, because, I mean, we, like, like Andy said, the team in general not just Guendozi, they they didn't roll over and die after they after they conceded the first goal they didn't drop their heads they didn't i mean they they stepped up the play as far as i'm concerned after halftime i mean i i i could be wrong cuz i after halftime i had had considerably more beers than i had before halftime <laughs> uh, but it seemed to me like there was some response some team talk at halftime that uh that you know that did something and and yeah i mean guindozi learned the hard way um I, I hold him primarily responsible for that goal, um just I mean, really was kind of disappeared and let sterling do whatever he wanted and and check, I think was unsighted. um but did he come back out and put a hell on a shift a hell of a shift in for the rest of the game? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, maybe we would have lost five nil if Kun Aguero could have hit the hit the net. I mean, it was a rare off day for him shooting wise, but uh, um, you know i. It's too early. I know, I know Lee and I probably disagree on this uh, a little bit, but I mean, I'm not really reading too much into any of this until game 11. That's the Liverpool game, Um, which I'll be at as a matter of fact, but uh, by that point, we'll have, we'll have played two top six teams and then eight that we should be. And, And we'll really have a true idea of who, of who we are at that point. So you know i i'm gonna hold back on too much criticism of any one or two or three players or the coaching or any of the ridiculous stuff i've seen on twitter uh and just say you know this is a smack in the face that we might have needed in order to get us playing the way we need to play next week
1: yeah people who follow me on twitter uh, on a regular uh, basis knew that i had done a little bit of knee jerking yesterday um but that's just me in the moment um i tweet silly things so if you see if you see silly things gold past them um i did put a tweet out uh, same old arsenal different manager uh, and the abuse oh. I, yeah, the, the abuse i received for that was uh it was quite interesting actually um but you know i it, it was just a knee jerk when i sat down and turned it off and 10 minutes later when i actually went back uh in my head yeah there was a there was a massive lot of positives lee um let me talk to you about the back four. You know, when we were in Dublin, we were sitting there going, oh, my God, is this what we've got? You know, watching them playing playing football with each other in the 18-yard box. So at, at the friendly, I know it's a different, you know, it's a different, completely different game. But at the friendly, I think we counted Chelsea. It took Chelsea four passes to get into our box from their 18-yard box. And it took Arsenal 30 passes to get to the halfway line. Um, what's this playing out of the back? Uh, what do you reckon Lee this playing out of the bay looks like Emre looks what he wants to get the ball on the ground from the goalkeeper out to the defenders you know and he wants to play it out from the back
4: well I think it's a tactic that can work in certain games and in other games like yesterday it's not probably the best thing to do the, the the fact of the matter is, you know, I heard people yesterday saying, and I don't want to go too negative because you know Manchester City are a very very good side, but they're saying, oh, well, I was impressed with the press and all that, like you know. But as as I as I said, uh, you know, yesterday, you know, Manchester City four or five passes and they're on the edge of our box, so that, it's either them fantastically good at it or we're poor at pressing, you know. But every time they pressed us, we give it away. We 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 would get sucked into areas, and then it was just a. Uh, uh, a long ball up to to a yang to um i'm gonna say pierre because i'll get so much stick for that a, a banger
1: gang
4: i will just say that about
2: the last president before this ridiculous guy A, gang yeah. a bang. start with obama and then just say yang at the end of it. Uh, obama yang
1: <laughs> there you go a gang
4: pierre me and him are on first time first name terms anyway yeah, so right, yeah.
1: Probably see it no, next no. year
4: at Wimbledon, was no, it? That's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a knockabout before everybody got there, like you no, know, but no, seriously. Um, and so what I was doing was, and then it, then it was like a free for all. Gets it after that, you know. And what I'm saying is that you know Manchester City will will constructive it, and I get the fact that they've done it for a couple more years and, and whatever, blah blah blah. And um, you know, so from that point of view, now if you're going to play that system, you, I, listen, I think petr check has got tremendous criticism right for what for for his um you know for his passing out and all that but if it wasn't for he made he's a goalkeeper he made five good saves yesterday like you know so and um, but everybody's talking about his passing and in fact so if you want to go down that route then like like um uh, uh pep done he, he got rid of joe hart straight away Bosh got rid of him but you know so i, I feel that you know what's what's frustrating me a little bit is is the the lack of um ruthlessness uh, you know it's certain players have been given the ruthless treatment others are not you know and and i, I feel that i'm a little bit worried about that if i'll be honest but um listen i think you know horses for courses i think against uh, lesser teams I, I see what it does it, what you do is you you try and get that you draw you're drawing players um what it is is it's drawing systems out of position so you can you know, get into them with the teams that uh, sit back a lot. And I I get that. But do you really want to do that against the Manchester City that are going to come and attack you? You know, so I felt that the tactics were a little bit wrong. Um, And I'm not going to criticise too much, but the one thing that I went to the game yesterday was thinking, right, this is going to be a new year, a new start. Everything's going to be different. And I wanted to be excited what I see. What I actually see was the same things of last season. And I, I, and I mean, Meza Erzel playing right wing. I thought those days were over when we're going to be seeing that, you know what I mean? And there he was playing right wing. Now, everybody seems to be criticising Hector Bellerin and probably, you know, um, maybe so. But his cover, the player in front of him to protect him, which you do need in in, in games, was Meza Erzl. you know. So, yeah, he's going to get exposed. And, um, you know, that that was my my problem. And I just feel that, you know, we've 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 brought all these players, and and only two started. You know, one we never heard of, which was um, Kudosi in midfield. I think's an outstanding player. You know, made mistakes yesterday, but the ones that he did make, some you know, Peter Chip put him in 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 the mire a couple of times, and he'd done really well to get out of it. You know, so I, I think you've got to persevere with this boy, 19 years of age, well impressed. You know, and don't forget when Arsenal, play, you know says fagelgas played when he was 16 jack wilshere was a star when he was 19 so why can't this kid come and do the same so i'm really really pleased with that um but i in, all in all you know a little bit disappointed i'm going to say you know it was a little bit disappointed people keep you know saying oh well i'm expecting arsenal to lose this game really you know well if that's the case what if you're expected to lose and why 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 are you why are you paying the money to go and watch them you know i i i expected us to get something out of the game i really did i i i would have took a point but you know on on you know on that side there they're a very very good side they're not going to lose many games lads i'll tell you that now what i see yesterday they're they're not going to lose many games so um from that point of view you know we've, we've got to dust ourselves down and 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 you know, like Chelsea being more of a test because I think that we're not competing with Manchester City, guys. We're not competing with them. We're not competing with Liverpool. But we are competing with Chelsea for that top four. Now, if we want to get into the top four, I'm not saying we're going to beat Chelsea, but I want to see us nowhere near as outclassed as what we was like yesterday.
2: Yeah. I, I, I see Guendouzi as being a microcosm of the entire squad right now. Young, raw... uh Going to make mistakes, but I mean, everybody, no, no one has roasted Gwidozi for, for. I mean, and, and he gave up fifty percent. I mean, he was responsible or largely responsible for, you know, for making the game Man City's to lose, and you know, and that's everyone is giving him a free pass on that. And I'm fine with that because of the way that he reacted to it and the position he was put in. I think the whole squad is that way at this point. You know, the individual players. Yeah, I mean, I'm not calling Ozil a debutante who who doesn't know how to play the game. I'm just saying the squad as a whole is very young, very raw. Their time together under this type of coaching regime is very young and very raw. And I, I would like to to have this the team given the opportunity to develop the same way everyone's calling for a guy like Wendozi to get you know be given time to develop. And that's I mean, that's how I'm feeling
1: about it. Andy, what do you make of his what do you make of his team selection yesterday? You know, Mikater in the nozzle on the wings. Uh, I mean when I looked at it, I was like, oh you know. I would much rather people have, you know, people have laughed at me when I've said this, but when Abameyang was moved to the wing and Lacazette came on, we actually got at Manchester City. Ooh. We actually looked like we could score a goal. Um, so it puzzled me a bit. Now I, I said that if I was manager next week, I would drop Ozil and I would put Abameyang on the right wing, Awobi on the left wing, and Lacazette up front. Yeah. Um, now people who uh, wobi why would you play a wobi a wobi wobi I'd play him because he deserves a chance I think and and I, and I don't think people are don't give him enough of a chance as, as he deserves because I've seen him come on as a sub a couple of times in his change of game Yeah so, you know we give him the ball and he runs with it and he gives us an outlet
3: I mean if, if rumors are true and Unai gives each player a specific thing to do in each match. When you have an Ozil-type character who's played a certain way for his entire career, to stick him out on the wing what he's not necessarily used to, and then in the back of his mind he's thinking, okay, well, the manager's told me I need to be here, I need to be here, I need to go there, the player's fucked because he's thinking of all these different things and he can't naturally be the player he wants to be. So to throw him out on the wing, as Lee said, those days are gone. We know that doesn't work. You almost have to give him that free ro- that free roll and then remind him, hey, this is what I need from you specifically. I thought the starting 11 for me on the day was probably the best we could get. I mean, Torreira is not ready to come back probably at full pace. Um, and – you want to see what Xhaka and Ramsey have got in the midfield. I don't think the two of them can really play together, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, we need to do something different against Chelsea. And I think that we're going to see Trevor probably start the match. Um, but it's, it's a tough one. We, we, I, I tweeted out, we look like a team trying to learn a new system under a brand-new manager, and we look like a group of players who have never really been coached that way before. Yeah, and it just sucks that we're starting this off against Man City. If we had been playing Huddersfield or Bournemouth, we'd probably walk out two or three nil win, right? So, it's it's and it, and it sucks that we're rebounding against Chelsea. Um, but there needs to be some change. I don't know if I'd go with a Wobi personally, um, but I you know Mkhitaryan, Ozil, Aubameyang—they were all asleep until Lagazette came in. And uh, we need that final third to be a lot better, a lot, a lot better.
1: Absolutely, Mike. What would you? You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not digging out Mercer Ozel. Um, I, I really am not. I, I, I would just change the tactics um, for for the outlet down the wings. Someone's got to be sacrificed, um, and for me, it would be Mercer Ozel.
2: I don't care who it is, as long as you get the two of them uh, on the pitch together, uh, Yang and Lacazette. Yeah. I mean, the everyone at the pub just within two minutes of him coming on was like, this team just had a a shot in the arm.
3: Yeah,
2: Um, And, you know, again... But he looked like
3: a player that also wanted to say to the manager, this is why you start me. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, and the way that that they interacted, you know, against lesser opposition, obviously, in the preseason, I mean, there's no... I saw nothing from their partnership either late last year or in the preseason that made me think that there should ever be a time where... Where you don't push those two guys out together. I mean, you know, again, I'm no tactical genius, and I never talk about formations because I'm just I'm clueless on formations. But personnel-wise, uh, those two have to be out on the pitch together. I mean,
1: you're talking about two players who were leading scorers in Europe. You know, yeah. Lacazette was the, you know leading scorer in France. Uh, Aubameyang was a leading scorer in the, in the German league.
2: And I keep going back to the you know the the example of of Ian Wright and Kevin and our buddy Kevin Campbell who. You know, they they said, and including I think George Graham said, you guys can't play together. And when they had the opportunity, they showed that that was that was just flat wrong. And they yeah. scored a lot of goals together.
1: They
2: um, did. And you know, these guys could could do some serious damage together if they have the opportunity. So, you know, I don't know if you sacrifice Ozil, if you sacrifice Mkhitaryan, who I think most people would probably say you sacrifice, um, but it has to be them. And and you know, we got to figure out what's going on with our left back situation.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, Maitland-Niles got Maitland-Niles got roasted yesterday. But again, going back to Lee's point, yeah. he was the kid had no protection. He was getting absolutely roasted. Mika was now FBC.
2: Well, and he's hurt. Uh, we don't know whether he's even going to be fit to play next week. Uh, you know, he had to come off the pitch injured. So um, we had Licksteiner switching over to the left, um, and not looking too bad there, as far as I could tell. But. Uh, if if we have either Maitland Niles or Nacho Monreal fit for next Saturday, I start them. And I, I can't get over how much I, I'm impressed and in love with Steven uh, for, with with Lick uh, just every time he comes on the field, I feel uh, on the pitch, I feel better. Um, he's just got intensity. He's a proper he, defender, a, absolutely. I mean, he's a dick. and, and he's our deck, and I want yeah, that. Absolutely. I want our deck. Um, on the pitch at, the, at all times. So, I mean, if if Bellarin has to be sacrificed for him, so be it. Um, but, you know, it's early days. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. I, I have faith.
1: Yeah. It's like Diego Costa. I, I always wanted Diego Costa. And like, oh, he's a wanker. I no, I said but he'd be our wanker. <laughs> Do you know? um, I'd love I just to want to get you. your
2: hands around our wanker, don't you? Oh. <laughs> um, Lee, get... what, what would he have been?
4: <laughs> I'm not saying it, Mike. Thank you very much. <laughs> The family show. <laughs> okay. But obviously, you should have invited me on.
1: Obviously, I'm saying I'd drop, over, I'd drop Ozil if it was the same formation. It might not be the same formation against Chelsea. I'm not expecting it to be the same formation against Chelsea.
2: Well, he's come um, out and said in his post-game conference, we prepare for every game differently. And yeah. I, I mean, I fell to the floor when
1: I heard that because I'm like, did that just come out of
2: an
4: Arsenal manager? Manager's
1: mouth, yeah. yeah. I don't, I think there's going to be massive changes next week, Lee. What do you reckon?
4: Well, yeah. Listen, going on to Mesut Ozil, I, I think, and I... This is what I'm saying about being ruthless, you know what I mean? Like, ruthless with uh, Jack Wilshire, you know, um, in, in that decision. And it's got to be a ruthless decision. And what, what I'm saying is, that I want to see Mesut Ozil, he's got to play the free role. If he's not going to play the free role, do not cater for him and put him out wide right or wide left or whatever. You either give him the free role so he goes and does his stuff, right, or you don't play him. Now, if you're going to play against Chelsea, that means someone else along the line has to sacrifice. So be it. But if you're going to sacrifice other players, for Mesut Özil, he then must step up to the plate, right? And now, what I'm saying is, you're going to go in there. You can play Shaka in there and Kudose, or you can play. What I would go with would be Kudose, and um, I'll bring in Torella. Like they'll be my two two holding, and then I would say whatever his buddy name is, and then I would put. Mr. There's uh, no L in there, dude. Uh, what is his name then? Torreira, Lucas. Lucas, 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 Terea. We not LT. Right. Well, I, don't, I don't give a shit anyway. Like yeah. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> much, yeah. He can go in there. Lucas can go in there alongside um, the French boy, right? <laughs> in in there. Mateo. Yeah, and then, uh, Mateo. <laughs> you then play Cosimo. M- uh, then you play Mesut Ozin. right? He can go into the, He can <laughs> go in. He can then have the free roll. Now, if that doesn't work, right, then you can get rid of it. You say, right, he's not playing well. We are now. You can be dropped. But when you're playing in wide left or wide right with no pace, it, I feel sorry for Mesut Ozil. And he's then getting a lot of stick. You know, he's a gifted football player. If you're going to play him, you have going to give him three hundred and twenty-five grand a week, then play him in his proper position and if it doesn't work then you can turn around and say do you know what it ain't working out you go and then you've got and i'm sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna be really slagging you know mkhitaryan right? Here, thank you is Perfect. is w- the player that typifies arsenal over the last 10 years pretty on the ball when it really matters doesn't do it weak you know, there were a couple of times last yesterday when he was got through and he got pushed off the ball. And, you know, he's had um, six months to settle in. I wanted to see uh, Mkhitaryan flying. But i asked the question, I don't know if you guys or are, are, are people on, are listening, or is he really a wide player? No, he's not. It, no. I, I don't think he is. So, not. again, we've got a new manager catering. We've got a new manager that's trying to put square pegs into round holes. I, I've seen this for six, seven years under Mr. Wenger, right? And I understand at times that Arsene Wenger had to do that because he was strung by a budget on whatever, or the stadium and all that. But we've come out of that now. And, well, I go to the game yesterday, and this is where I was disappointed. And I'm seeing players being put in different positions. like you know. Now, somebody said yesterday, which is a good point, you know, people are slagging off Danny Welbeck. Put him out there. Put him powering down the right hand side because we're going to have to have someone that's going to stretch, you know, instead of someone getting the ball and coming back and going inside because that's where he wants to play. So there's your two decisions that have got to be made. One, or you know, and then you then you come to Aaron Ramsey. It's slightly the same with him because he he wants to play in that position as well. So you've got three players that all want to play one position that are all out out. Out in different positions and when they get the ball trying to go into those positions you know so make those right decisions now I, I i love aaron ramsey but for a game against chelsea away i'm sacrificing aaron ramsey and i'm playing mesut ozil or you play aaron ramsey and you sacrifice mesut ozil when you're paying someone 325 grand a week i'm sorry guys he's got to play because if you don't play him you're not justifying that wage you know and that, and that's the thing there someone made a great point today at work You've got to say this you know what i mean why is granite shaka playing right and this fella turned around uh les i'm going to give him a shout because it's a great shout turned around and said because arsenal paid money for him and i believe there's something in that you know they paid 35 million pound for him so we've got to play him because we don't want to be seen as you know at, and that's where a manager has got to become rigid, and I, guys, I can tell you this now: if uh, Mr. Emery does not get this right, it, it, the loyalty that he's showing these players that are not doing it, the club's not going to show the loyalty to him, and he's going to go. yeah And this is, you know, please. It's been please. one game, way Yeah, but it's been one game, and it has been one game. But and I, listen, I'm going to I'm going to come back to a point. What I think. So I think that he's got to make these decisions. Otherwise, we're gonna he's going to fall, right? Now, on the on the flip side, and I, I've tried to have a little look at this, I I think at the end of the day, there was a slight game plan to that yesterday, was that I'll go with that. And if it's nil-nil with 20, 25 minutes to go, I'm going to bring on Lacazette. And that energy that we had for that 10, 15 minutes could have got us the win. And everybody would have said he's a ta- tactical genius. But, you know, unfortunately... Football is fine lines as we know, and it didn't go for him. So, but but from my point of view, there, if, if that was a tactical wheel to play, why didn't he play someone like El, El Nenny in there? Someone just working a little bit better than Mesut Özil. That's my that's my things. I know it's the only one game, but I do feel that we are we've got to just change. that. Listen, I wasn't the only one, Mike. No, They see that we see that team sheet before the game. That was disappointed what they see. There was we was in the pub. A lot of people were going. What's going? A lot of people were excited. I'm going to tell you this now. A lot of people were buzzing in the pub before the game, uh, and at three o'clock when they see the team sheet, it, it deflated a lot of people. I'll be honest, it did. You know, and I'm not lying when I say that. Like you know, and you know, and, and and that's all I'm saying. But listen, you know, we go against Chelsea next game, and uh, you know, let's let's
1: hope we do it. I see what he's saying. I do see what he's saying because I. I saw the team sheet and I was thinking to myself, why is Ozil and Mkhitaryan on the wings? There is a players available to you that are wingers. Why are you not playing them?
4: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what you, you, everybody was yeah. saying that in the pub. You know what I mean? I'm not so saying this. I don't want it to go as long yeah. being negative. I'm just saying, it's no, no, just no. facts.
1: It's not about being negative, mate. It's it's about talking about what we see, and that's what we saw. Um, I would have, you know, I would have played. Perhaps a Bamiang on the wing with a Wobi on the other wing. You know, I don't understand. And, and people say, no, it's only one game, it's only one game. It might be only one game, but he, he got it wrong.
0: Well,
2: he got it wrong, and hopefully yeah. he'll get it right next week. It, hopefully, and
1: hopefully he will, because...
2: That's all we can do is is, is hope at this point. And, and uh, you know, I whereas in the last five or six years, I would feel... One hundred percent confident that it wouldn't be corrected the following week. At least I feel like
1: oh, I agree with you Dad, mate. There's some
2: awareness to fix it, and you know, it'd be nice to get it right from week one. It would be nice to do what most people think is is the obvious thing right away in week one. But you know, you gotta you gotta get knocked down a couple of times before you get back up. I think, and and you know, and this this was a tough one. I mean, it, the game could have been nil nil, or could have been one one going into that substitution timeframe and we would have been looking at things completely differently. So, um, you know, if check wasn't unsighted, he might've saved that. He might've been yeah. stuck arms out. There's a lot of ifs. Uh, it could have also gone the other way because Aguero missed a bunch of open nets. So, yeah. um, but you know, I just, <laughs> I just hope that I, I can feel the, the the noose tightening already, and it makes me very, very uncomfortable <laughs> because, you know, the, the I mean, I'm going over there in about two months, and I, I don't want to go over to protests again.
1: I just can't do that. No, no, no. no. Sure. no let's not let's not, be t- let's not be too silly. No, yeah, it's, I mean, it's uh, not, we're not saying that. We, you know, we're not saying oh, that I'm, that I'm not saying
2: you guys. I, I'm, no. I'm just saying, like, I, I just you, – you're making great points. I'm I'm with you in theory, but I'm just willing and 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 hoping, and and I've got my faith in this guy that yeah. that that he may not make every decision right, but that he will learn from his mistakes, and that's
1: what the difference is. Absolutely, I agree with you there because I, I mean, I I'm fully confident that against <laughs> Chelsea, he's going to have a team rip roaring and ready to go um, against Chelsea. I was hoping that it was going to see that's the thing. I was hoping it was going to be yesterday. Yeah, you know, I was hoping to see. Uh, Lucas playing CDM. I was hoping to see two Pacey wingers with Lacazette up front. I didn't get it. I was, like Lee said, I was deflated. Um, Mercer Ozel and Mkhitaryan do not work on the wing. Hopefully, now Emery has seen that. Um, Andy, I'll come to you. You know, he's put a team out there yesterday. He must have been looking at that thinking, oh, shit, I've got this wrong here. You know, I, I believe that that's what he was doing.
3: Yeah, I think once Lacazette came on, in the first 10, 15 minutes, he's proved to the coaching staff that he deserves to be on the pitch. And I agree with you. Whether that's on the wing or up front, there needs to be a change. As Mike had said, we already heard from the manager, each match will be different. Um, I think Ramsey's injury, if it's serious, forces that central midfield uh, partnership to be changed. And so I see Lucas coming on as that defensive mid. Gwendozzi. It's a Ramsey injury.
2: Of course, it's serious.
3: Yeah. Guendozi and Jaka probably in the middle. I was impressed with Mikatarium playing deep in that final game against Lazio. I thought he was pulling some strings. Well, um, we have to see something different. I mean, and I think Lagazette has done enough to prove that he should be on the pitch. Well, I don't think, especially, too, uh, since, especially since our final third literally did nothing until he got on. I mean, yeah. we needed something up there, and he was it. And he even tracked back to defend. And I think again, he was doing this all to say to the management, "I deserve to be on this pitch more than anyone else." Um, is I this think,
1: Lucas Lucas Torero, you're
3: talking about? Here, no, yeah. no, 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 that. Oh, there I'm were sorry, a couple moments it? in the match where he came back to defend, and so I think yeah. it was just, Lucas for me. And I said this on our pod he will be the signing of the season f- across the entire league. I think yeah. he is going to be the heartbeat of our team. He just needs to be embedded. Yeah. And not speaking the language probably doesn't help. Um, you see him barking orders in Spanish. Once he can do that in English, I think he's yeah. the first name on Team Sheet. C- I even out. saw enough
1: of him yesterday as well to think, mm, next week against Chelsea, yeah. yeah, it's going to be different. Yep. Um, you know. So, yeah, we can – okay, so I think what we're going to have to do is, is kind of shove yesterday under the carpet um and and kind of leave it there now as some of you know we are doing this um for a massive cause this evening uh we're doing this for gooners versus cancer um if any of if any of you have come late um to the video we are doing this um for cancer research worldwide um if you go to www. Gunasversuscancer dot com. There will be you will come across a link uh, today, donate. If you could donate a pound or fifty p, if you donated a pound, with four thousand subscribers. That's four grand.
2: You can donate more if you want. You to. You can like.
1: donate more if you, of course. But we certainly uh, are happy with anything you can do. Even if 50 p, that will be two grand, and that will be that will be. I think we'll hit the target. If everyone if everyone donated fifty pence this evening, we'd hit the target. I'd say. Am I right, Mike?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. We're shooting sure, so, for uh, 2500 in the next few weeks um and that's in dollars so uh if everybody did 50p we'd get there
1: Absolutely. lovely lovely so 50. thank you for your help no problem let's let's go to some questions um i've got some really good interesting ones here let's go back to the judge should bernard leno sorry i'll start again this comes in from douglas uh thank you douglas for the question thanks for watching Thanks for getting involved. Um, should Bernard Leno start against... Should Bernard Leno start against Chelsea instead of Petr check
4: In my opinion... In your opinion, mate? In my opinion, no. I thought Petr check done enough with his saves um, to, uh, to justify um, a, a selection. I felt that um, he is a goalkeeper, for, for, uh, first and foremost. And he kept us in it in the first half. And also in the second half, when um, Aguero went through... Um, he made another great save there. Uh, maybe at the fault for the for the first goal. I'm not too sure. I know Mike just said he was unsighted. I felt maybe could have done better. Goalkeepers
1: but, union. Goalkeepers yeah, union. So, no, he couldn't so, have
4: done anything about that. Nah, so there, there you go. So yeah. I, I felt that his handling crosses and everything was was good. The only thing that he um he wasn't very good on was his kicking, but but he's never been no good at that. True. So um
0: <laughs> so that, that's
4: that's 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 my fear. I felt I can see why people would want to, to see Leno come in um, because of the kicking situation. I, I can I can get that. But um I from a from from probably being an old school sort of a fan, you know, goalkeepers there to save shots and I felt he'd done that job well enough, so I'm I'm going with him.
2: Absolutely. Have you seen the Twitter kerfuffle between Czech and Bayer Leverkusen yeah. today? <laughs> no, I haven't. What happened? Okay, so 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 Bayer Leverkusen apparently tweeted something either this morning or last night um, here's how you distribute the ball from the back and it showed a video of an amazing goal from last year with burn Leno of uh, distributing the ball out of the back and, and you know it was just tic-tac-toe stuff and okay. and and it was in response to some Arsenal uh, Twitter accounts I can't I mean Arsenal fan Twitter accounts I don't know who um, and Petr Cech about two or three hours ago responded and said that Arsenal's a big club with values and professionalism unlike oh, some others. No. <laughs> and then he added and uh, and so their response to that was it was just a little bit of banter of course you want to see leno play sorry it wasn't meant you know and and so it's blown up i mean i'm sure it's still blowing up but, watch uh, us
1: watch us get them in the europa league are they in the europa league
2: oh what, god that would be uh watch us the, draw them.
1: Of, yeah no shit Absolutely, that would, be, that would
2: be the Arsenal way to end up playing playing the team like that.
1: Let's go to let's go to Andy, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand over to Mike because Mike is the Mike is the front man of Gooners in the USA. Well, that's what he's told me, Andy. Anyway, so I did um, not say
3: that. <laughs> I, I never
2: once said
1: that. Yeah,
3: I hear what, a, he, I get a daily text. My back hurts from carrying your our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I hear from him. <laughs> Andy, this, can one comes totally
1: in, carry this one comes in from Ian. Uh, Ian Fanella. I hope I've said that right. Fanella. Fanella.
4: Um, Just call him Ian. Just Ian, call him yeah, Ian.
1: To get the best out of Ozil, he needs to play centrally. So how do we fit Ram- him and Ramsey into the system? Or does it have to be one or the other?
3: You know, as Lee had said before, you, you, you have Ozil. He needs to play in that free role. And you almost feel like Ramsey needs to be um, put on the bench for it. I, I don't know if you can have both of them doing it. I d- they both get too high up the pitch. They neither track back as much as they should. So I think you sacrifice one for the other. Um, and a little competition is going to make both of them better. So I would I would follow that route and say, you know, you play one and, and you bench the other. Um, but Ozil not a wide player. He needs to be in that free role and and, and let just kind of loose. And so, yes. I think that one has to be sacrificed.
1: I would like to see Ozil play against. Uh, well, if he if he's playing in the position he's supposed to, I would keep him. But if he if he like I said, going back to what I said before, if Ozil's going to play right wing next week, then I'd drop him because it's not it's yeah. it's not happening. It's not
3: worth it. Yeah, it's, a, it's we were playing so with ten men at that point.
1: I expect to see Ozil in the free role. Against Chelsea, um, with two pacey wingers, is it whether it's a Bamiang and a Wobey or a Bamiang and Welbeck or Lacazette and Welbeck with a but you know a front is you know there's there's plenty of choice and plenty of ways he can do it. Um, so I'm hoping we might still get – you know like Mike says it's only one game. There's there's plenty of formations and tactics. Um, We're we'll be we- doing a
2: podcast in like six months, we'll like, it's only twenty-seven games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> give, it, yeah, give it till next week at least uh, yeah so i mean I, i've got to agree i've got to agree it has got to be one or the other um i can't i don't think ramsey and ozil can be on the same pitch at the same time um just you know for t- tactical reasons mike handing over to you sir all
2: right well, we have a couple of user uh, user questions we call them but uh uh and then and then i got a couple of talking points that i want to get your guys opinions on as well if we can kind of float in and out of the questions um one from danger dean who said would you like to see this is similar to some other questions but would you like to see a ramsey torea guinduzzi midfield and he adds that he he loves the kid and in fact he used the f word uh in that in that but since this is a family show I won't fudging. Go. he
1: fudging loves him
2: he, he he fudging loves him and then leave Jocka of the fuck out um <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh oh i see what he's done there it's very clever.
2: So um, you know, I'll ask you, Craig. Would you would you like to see that threesome um, with Jaka left out, or uh, would you play it a different way?
1: Yeah, I, I would probably play it a different way. Again, going you know going down the tactical route, all three of them in that area. No, I don't think that's I don't think it would work. I would probably like to see uh, a Lucas Toria and Gwendozi in the middle. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see Treyra just behind him. Gwendozi in front of him, you know, in that, if you want, that, uh, that uh, Aaron Ramsey role. But, you know, box to box, spreading the ball wide, um, holding play up, bringing other people into it. I just, the thing around this kid, you know, I said it to Lee when, when we were in Ireland. I said, this kid, is, this kid is unbelievable. Yes, he's going to make mistakes. I agree with Danger Dean. I fudging love him as well. Um, Were you Granit- surprised
2: to see him on the team sheet yesterday?
1: No, I was very surprised. No, not one bit, mate. I've you you asked Lee for the last six weeks. I've been saying this kid has to start against Manchester City because I'm sick and tired of seeing other clubs bring in 17, 18 year eighteen-year-olds and then then they go on to be great and and you know and they they really are a pinnacle player. And a pinnacle part of that team. I'm sick and tired of seeing it. We've now got one. And and he's playing. Play him. People say he's too young. He's inexperienced. Age doesn't matter if you get the play. He, he has proven to me that he can play Premier League football. He has proven to me that he he can play, you know, he's he's gonna be, he'll probably play in the Europa League for us as well, I would imagine. Um
2: We'll learn a lot about his mentality because we
1: absolutely don't look, look at the kid. He gets a ball. He's always looking to release it. He's, he always wants to go forward. He's not what you know. Remember the Michael Arteta days when Michael Arteta would be in there and he'd get the ball and he'd stop it on the halfway line, turn around, have a little look. <laughs> Who's over here? Oh, there's no one over here. Oh, I've, oh, oh! I've lost it. I've lost it. <laughs> do you know, he, he's not like that. He gets the ball. He's looking. There was a, there was a there was a time there was a time in Dublin there where we got a free kick. He put the ball on the ground and he tried to release a Bamiang. No, he wasn't ready. No one was ready. He was, oh, it was only a friendly. Exactly. Look at the kid's yeah. mentality. It's yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: a friendly and he wants to get us going. So for me, at the moment, Gwen Gwendozi for me is, is the first name on my team sheet.
2: Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see what he's capable of. I like what I've seen so far. I'd,
1: what do, I play him in front, what, do I play him in front of Xhaka every week?
2: <laughs> that's I think what he's trying yeah. to get he just want, he just wants to get on Andy's nerve by uh by, well but they play two drilling. different
3: positions though right and, and I think we still keep having this mindset that Jaka is this defensive midfielder and he's not um it's how Jaka fits into to the system that una is gonna implement we saw at the World Cup when jaka has got a defensive midfielder behind him he has the free reign to go and play what we would expect Ramsey that middle of the pitch making the the, the, the angle runs, wanting to receive and feed that ball and not be relied on to come back. And it's so interesting. The moment that first goal goes in yesterday, Twitter erupts with that was Xhaka's fault. I don't see how. Um, Same with the second goal. But give it time. Give it time. I erupted with... That was a mistake from the from the young man, but let's
2: see how he comes back.
3: <laughs> but I agree with Craig. He Right now, he deserves to be on the team sheet against Chelsea because whilst he made that one small mistake that led to a goal, you could blame two or three others. It's the way he reacted after. At 19 years old, he didn't let his head drop. He was like, fuck it, I'll just get more involved and I'm going to make, make up for my wrong. And there were a couple times where he misplaced the pass and he followed up to make sure that the next pass didn't go anywhere. That's what you want from someone on the pitch. And if you're 19 and you can ball, throw him out there. Because no one was saying when Messi was 19, well, don't play him because he's young. No, if he can play, <laughs> play him. And I'm not comparing the two.
2: I, I was about to say that's a big <laughs> take. <laughs>
3: Age doesn't matter at this point. The no. only way you get the, the respect on the pitch and you get to grow is by getting in those matches. And playing him in under 23 is not going to help develop his career. He's too good for that. He's way too good for that.
2: Yeah, And, and you know, we've been crying out for this for years. To, I mean, regardless of price tag, we've been crying out to have somebody push these guys who have a free ride from week to week, like your Bellerins, like your Xhaka's, who know that they're going to start regardless of their play. Not anymore. And so if Xhaka gets relegated to uh, to a bench role or to Europa League games because Guendouzi is forcing you to put him in the lineup every week, that's a good thing.
1: But this is what and I think Emery will do. He will I, be that I, ruthless. Well, and I think
2: he'll pay attention to it, yeah, whereas he others might
1: like not he? he's gonna be that ruthless.
2: Yeah, and 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 yes, Louie, uh in the chat box, Bellerin let him cut inside. Uh cutting inside doesn't assure you a free shot at a goal, though, and Gwendozo. And also,
1: Louis, also, Louis, what were the two center halves doing standing in their own six-yard box? Why weren't they why weren't they
3: charging him down? So, hey, Socrates
2: with, Socrates was standing like a statue, unsighting
3: the goal. Why goaltender. weren't they charging him down? Gwendoza yeah. did the thing that you teach every six-year-old who's playing football not to do, dive in. And he, and he and dove Bellerin, in. And
1: Bellerin done. The exact, yeah. Another thing that you teach every six-year-old not to do, and that's not show a player on his strong foot. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. I also, though, I will I will stick up for Bellerin there. You're also taught to uh, direct the, the player into the traffic. So what Bellerin done was took him into the traffic, which is what you should do, and Gwendoza should have then took the ball off of him. Should, unless it, the player's name is Raheem Sterling or Riyad com- Mahrez,
3: it
1: was a comedy of
3: errors. <laughs>
4: yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, there wasn't
3: one person to blame. Yeah. I don't think so.
1: I don't think there's one player to. Blame. I, I don't no. think there's just one player to blame. I think oh, that, well, unless a whole.
3: Unless his name is Jaka, the
1: whole sometimes, build, the whole build up to it was full of full of errors.
3: Yeah, every
4: goal is a mistake. You know what I mean. That's, uh, but you have to sometimes give the other player credit as well. He come inside and he's it a good shot? It, it happens, but. Basically, what what I think Bellerin done the right thing, he showed him into the traffic, into where where the heart of all the players are going to be. Centre-halves as well, Craig, dead right, because they should have come up. As soon as he cut inside, they should have come up. But they didn't. They stood where they were. And, you know, he should have made the tackle. But, you know, it's done. done How done many times do you think the players have seen that video already since yesterday? Oh,
1: mate, I should think they've seen well, that I a few times. Been, uh,
4: I, I think they'd be showing it. And, you know, that you know, let's try and, try and move on. I don't think, I keep trying to give the blame to someone all the time. I think, you know, we we, we pass that now. It's done. Move on now, right, you know. Yeah. Good. I agree. Good. Next question from our, our,
2: our podcast father, grandfather maybe, Danny from a Bird Camp Wonderland. We love
1: Danny. <laughs> a grandfather? <laughs> 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 I do he's going to be very happy with that. Nah. That's
4: harsh. <laughs> he is. is. the papa.
2: Or I'm or using up any anymore. good good graces I have with him. Um he asks, what player, Arsenal player, past or present, if you could get him to come live with you for a month, who would it be and why? And I'm gonna go to Lee on this. I'll, because Lee does live with multiple past uh <laughs> Arsenal players now. So oh, like, if you could pick uh, one to uh, live with for a month, who would it be? Oh uh, and you oh, can't say Kevin can.
4: Campbell. I can't say Kevin because uh he you lives know, with him uh, already. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, it would be two. It'd have to be, it, it'd have to be two, obviously. Obviously, Charlie Nicholas would be one. The question obviously, is, who would,
1: it. what Arsenal player? Can't be two.
4: I'm just saying if two, it'd be out of um, Charlie <laughs> Nicholas and, and Ian Wright. And now you got to narrow it down to one.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I
2: thought you'd say Hector Bellerin so that you could finally no, get no. someone to jersey,
4: properly. Uh, I would, uh... <laughs> Listen, he he was my idol growing up as a as a footballer, so it would it would be it would be champagne, Charlie Nicholas. Yeah, done it.
1: Uh, You got an answer for that uh, yourself, Craig? If I could live with any Arsenal player for a month, yeah, I'd have to be Ian Wright. Ian Wright, definitely. Are we allowed to choose Alex Scott?
2: By the way, <laughs> didn't... that's actually a very, very yeah. That's I, I just realized movie. he didn't very say it had good good good. to be a a man's player. So
1: trust
4: um, you, trust you to say that, Mike. You
2: know, yeah. Well, I just, it, it have, just popped into my head.
1: It would have to be him, right? I watched. If anyone's watched that documentary, um that he'd done. just be crying
2: all the time on no, Internet. but no, no, no. no. Watch it. Like I really enjoyed that dinner tonight, Ian, and he'd start crying. Yeah.
1: And... Watch no, that. I, lo- I love it. Watching that documentary, I was just in awe of him. Just in awe of the man. I was watching it, you know, watching it on a laptop computer at home, and everything around me just wasn't there. I was just totally focused on this man. What he was talking, you know, talking about growing up, you know, you talking about yeah. the eighty nine or, or the no, no, life. no. He was just talking about his life, talking about when he was growing up, where he lived. Very sad. Talking Very about, sad. you know, talking about the talking Tough about. Life, uh, yeah. Tough, you know, the tough life, yeah, talking about people who, you know, who meant so much to him. And it, it, I was just absolutely in awe of the man. And I, I you know, Ian Wright must have a hundred and 101 stories like that to tell. So he could tell me five stories. He could read me a story at bedtime. <laughs> uh, he, could, he could tell me a story at bedtime for a month. And uh, if Ian Wright could tell me a bed, bedtime story every night for a month, I'd be very happy with that. In in the chat we're getting a lot of uh of buoys. we're getting a lot of Sanya for his <laughs> wife. I'll tell you what though. I'd love to go out on the drink one night with a buoy. I'll tell you what. That, <laughs> that, that, that would be a night worth reporting, that would I tell you.
2: Yeah, please do. Uh, Andy, who who are you inviting into your home with your with your lovely wife and child?
3: I feel like Oleg Luznik doesn't get enough love. <laughs> 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 No, I'd probably go with uh, with an Ian Wright or Thierry Henry.
1: Nah.
3: Thierry Henry. Thierry
4: Henry would never make you a cup of tea or coffee. He's a bit selfish. Nah.
1: He'd you know, bore mate. me to tears as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know
4: if that's the right you. answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, wouldn't, he, would. he wouldn't bore me to tears, but. Oh,
1: uh, he would. Um,
4: All right. A couple other uh, topics.
2: Who's oh, yours. Wanted...
4: Yours. yours? Quickly. Oh, mine. I gave mine <laughs> already. Alex yeah, Scott. Alex Scott. Unbelievable. <laughs> we're so, uh, so happy with Alex coming in every It's day, not right?
1: unbelievable. I think it's a bloody good answer because if I'd yeah, have thought yeah, it, it, I'd have given answer,
4: it. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know. So um anyway, um what do you make of the uh the 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 Gazetas curf- Have you guys talked about this on your show yet? No. I mean, he's he's gone, yeah? Oh. Probably. probably.
4: I think oh. I hope so. Yeah. And your brilliant. favorite, yeah,
2: your favorite. You, you, Lee, Lee makes no bones about the fact that he's not a Gazetas fan oh, but
4: a bottle of champagne sitting here when he goes I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll even cook it on here like, you know when he uh, goes uh, I asked Andy
2: this last week on our pod but um, and I know you guys have your own take but I mean if you if you're looking at who would replace him would you Lee would you rather if these were the only three choices Josh Cronkey, Arsene Wenger or Gunnar <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream last night that Gunnar Soros Oh, the Gunner Thor is like took his hat off, and it was Arsene Wenger, and they're coming back to, to take over the job. And I, I woke up in a cold sweat. But
4: uh, well, for for realistic, I wouldn't have Cronk any Cronk I, I don't want near the club. I, I, it, it, I, I shouldn't really say this, but he, I, I'm starting to dislike Americans because of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know, so uh, I'm not, um,
0: we're
4: we're not overcoming that. My uh, uh, yeah,
1: so, yeah, yeah, well, apologies yeah. to all you Americans no um, no i'm sorry
4: yeah, i'm sorry, sorry, I, sorry about my friendly <laughs> it's just no mike mike and andy make me if it wasn't for them two, i think the hate would have gone i, I just really that's a great thing to
2: say by the way when you're getting on a plane and coming over here i, I, ten I, know, I it's
3: just i
4: don't like, i don't like i don't like the cron case, you know what i mean i watch oh I I, I I what what team does he support i, I can't is what same american team is he with
2: the Rams the, and then and then the all Red, of Andy's. The
4: LA time, Rams. Yeah. Uh, every time any any team, but I even want Dallas Cowboys to beat them. You know what I mean? So I just can't stand oh, them. That's Andy's. So, that's Andy's team. So uh, I, I, I'm a big I'm a big Redskins fan. So like oh, you know, hey, you him, so so you know,
1: I, I, I never one in front of the Super Bowl that doesn't know,
4: ever have a clue what's going on. No, well, there you go, like you know. So I, I, I'm you know I'm a sportsman through and through. You know, yeah. but like, um, Arsene Wenger without being like you can't have a dinosaur so you can't like. like and the, the are, you of, are you talking about
2: Arsenal venga are you
4: talking about seriously about Arsenal venga the only thing that would worry me is that he, he wouldn't want to spend no money but you know he knows what he's on about and um mate you know it's a difficult thing but but what is because he also i will have i'd have him over a cron any day Gazitas
2: technically, I mean, like his job, as I understand it, it, it's not the 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 David Dean role or the or the I mean that Raul is supposed to be the the director of of football. He's not the scout. Um, he, my understanding is that really, other than hiring those people and putting a, a a a team into place, he's more about the marketing partnerships and the the promotion of the club. So I mean, I you know at first when I heard that he was potentially going, I, I'm thinking, you know, why now? He just finally won this war, uh, essentially, to, to to push his way onto Arsenal and 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 knock Arsene Banger's connection to the Cronkies out. Uh, didn't hurt that the team finished out of Champions League two years in a row and and uh, seats were going empty, but you just finally do that. Why would you leave and does that destabilize the team and everything we have going forward? My, More my, started thinking It about was it.
1: probably all part of the master plan.
4: My, my problem with it is, right? I tell you my problem with it. He might be in the marketing and all that, but our budget this 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 season was 50 million. Right. So, where's all the money going? Right. And he's responsible for that. And at the end of the day, a so club like Arsenal sh- shouldn't be. Well, well, then he sanctioned that, you know. And I, I, I'm sorry that, that what, all that's right, uh, the day that he should have gone is when we spent 15 million on Petacek and no one else. You know, he sanctioned that. And for me, you know, what's happened in the past it shouldn't be there and that's it you know what i mean like you know it, when arson bengal went do you know when i i i know a little story a lot but someone told me today do you know look 22 staff went when arson bengal went 22 staff it should have been 24. all right mm-hmm. and and one one quick note on the cranky ownership as far as i'm
2: concerned would it kill them to pander a little bit to the supporters and just put out a statement, not a corporate sounding statement, not one that's released through secondhand through Unai Emery talking about what he saw when he went to the U, the U S for his interview, but a very direct statement about their feelings about this club, the, the future of it, uh, the values, the competitiveness and their, and their hunger to win. I mean, it, it, it could be a bullshit statement, but it's a, at least it's something to reach out to the supporters and I- say, I know you're nervous about or recognize whether they believe you should be or not, nervous about us buying all the rest of the shares. We have Arsenal's history in our heart and, you know, just something to buy some time or
1: I save some of
2: the, I mean, can, can,
1: couldn't they do that? I think it's coming, and I think it's going to come from Josh. I think Josh Conkey will That's step fine. in. I think Gazidas will go. I think Josh Conkey will step in. I think Josh Conkey was the main man. In removing arson wenger that's just what i believe because he could see that his dad wasn't too interested in what was going on i think getting josh Cronky on board um you know we're all up in arms at the moment that kronky's bought arsenal and Cronky owns now owns arsenal um i think his son coming onto the board i've done a little bit of reading. he's you know he's he's, he's into his sports um you know he's got money invested in a lot of sports teams in America who are, for the record, doing quite well. Am I wrong? Really? Um, no, am I, wrong? I mean, They're, they're I doing mean, quite well this year. The, yeah, the Rams I mean, are challenging, I think,
3: aren't they? And yeah, Rams are challenging. The Abs are challenging. Um, you know, he's he's kind of following the same principles at each each club, bringing a young manager. Uh, remove a lot of the uh, the unnecessary uh, people around their board um, and have father-son run the entire operations. Um, and they, they typically will bring people into the organization that have knowledge of the sport that have been attached to the club before. Um, so his Colorado Avalanche, the general manager who answers and does all the business is an ex-player legend. It'd be like Thierry Henry coming back and running The business, so you know they are successful and they are challenging. Um, And he's made a comment recently in a Rams press conference that he understands Arsenal's his flagship sports franchise, and he needs them to be winning um, more than anyone else. And so, hopefully, that's signs for something good in the future.
1: That is a good sign. Was that Josh that said that, or was that Stan? That that was Stan.
3: that? That was Stan. They were doing something at the the new ground that he's he's releasing, which will probably be finished before Spurs. <laughs> um, so.
2: Andy, by the way, coming through with the Vincent Company head today, like four two inches from
1: the uh, from the webcam.
2: <laughs> Sorry. So um, look, I
1: mean, Josh Conkey coming in could be a good thing. Now, look, when the, when it was announced, I was livid, you know. But again, that's me knee jerking. And 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 you know, when actually people were talking to me, you know, calm down a bit, Craig. You know, it might be a good thing. Josh, I think it's going to be a
3: good thing. Yeah, you bring in Arson. you're going to still have that finance handcuff. At least if you bring in Josh, he can approve everything right away. There's no, hey, we need to make a few phone calls. It just can be done then and there. But um, I would say leave it all to the football minds if we could.
1: Yeah makes yeah but we haven't got any football minds on there anymore you know well there hasn't been for a long time has there so you know
2: who's a great football mind andy's keith steinmetz does that name ring a bell for you no it doesn't he's the man responsible for your andy's musings this week uh, oh, a story yeah. that you felt would be very important to bring oh, up yeah. to the consciousness of our listeners and and, and uh and, and lee and craig's listeners so why don't you tell us a little bit about what what keith has just done or what he did, uh, I guess, six months ago.
3: Wait, are you asking me? Or are you asking Lee? Yeah, your your
2: your your story that you wanted us to cover. Oh, today.
3: yeah. Well, I didn't really like. Didn't he get banned for three years because he exposed his penis and uh, was shaking oh, it at the top? Yeah, so, of his so,
2: so, so this bloke, this bloke from Newcastle, um, a youth team football coach, not not much unlike yourself, Andy, uh, until recently, um, was fined six hundred pounds for. Uh, "Quote unquote," shaking his penis at a group of Tottenham supporters after a one-nil win last season at at uh, at Saint James's Park. So, um, the least surprising part of the story is that it turns out, again, I quote, he was drinking on the afternoon in question. <laughs> That's the shocking part of it. But um, that I, you brought that to our attention, and uh, and I just had to say, you know, I think that six hundred pounds well worth it. Although he has been reported to the FA. Like, do the FA have jurisdiction? I guess He'll probably, he'll probably
1: yeah, go into
4: jurisdiction.
1: He'll probably come out of court and say, that it was the best 600 quid I've ever spent.
4: <laughs>
1: I know I would.
4: They get banned from from playing, uh, doing youth football and all that now, because of that.
1: Yeah. Nah.
4: But the one good thing is that, you know, um the Spurs fans must have seen it to complain, so it must have been a big one.
1: Must have been. They must have been must
4: jealous. Be. They must have been jealous, those Spurs fans, you know what I mean? So... Uh, well, back back to you, Craig. I, I know that you got a couple other questions
2: in response. I haven't actually. Well, well, you did too. Uh, uh well, I I wrote some down then that, that you got when you asked for questions. Colin sent in a question. Um, Where? A couple others. So, um, so Colin said, "Do you think the fans expected too much?" And he got his la- He got his name in there. Too much. Uh, too <laughs> I'll soon. I'll say um, that question. First of all, I I could not love Colin's first accent. Of, first of all, I would like I-
1: to apologize to colin because i can't see it and i where is it well you, did you he asked do for the questions did he, do, did, I, he do, did he do the hashtag
2: oh uh, maybe not but but uh i i just i don't know i, I wish you would record his question because listening I've to colin is,
1: colin, i'm so sorry mate i've got it here i've got it here
2: so yeah some 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 fans expect too much too soon that's definitely you know there's nothing wrong with high expectations but you know, I think we covered earlier in the show. I mean, if you're if you're griping after yesterday too much, I think maybe you're on the border of expecting too much too soon. But uh, <sighs> but but you know, by the same token, and I don't want to rehash things we yeah. talked about 45 minutes ago. Well, but, look um, at,
3: but but look at the match, Mike. I mean, Mustafi had a clear penalty that at the World Cup would have definitely been called. So yeah. you're at two one. We had a couple opportunities in their box to make it. A more threatening match with Ozil and Lacazette not communicating with Beller their keeper Schall, coming off the line. It's not all, and it's it was, not all doom yeah, and gloom. I mean, not. Lacazette uh, looked well going forward. I mean, there we, we had positives. And as Lee said, it was it, probably on, like, as you look at it from the whole picture, it doesn't look great. But we could have been on the score sheet a couple times. And had Ozil not run onto that ball and Lacazette followed it through, That's probably a goal. You give him that opportunity in front of the keeper, he bags it nine out of 10 times. So we had opportunity to get back into that match. Everything kind of fell their way. And all in all, we had nine players who didn't deserve to be on the pitch, but we still put opportunities on that. And that's what you can ask. And hopefully we see something different against Chelsea.
4: And I also, we're not going to play up against a side like that week in, week out. No, they're, they're, no, they're, a, they're a class They're us. next
3: level. But, yeah, they are. Me... They're, a, they're a level above everyone.
4: Not just not just Arsenal. They're, they're two levels above us, but they're still a level above Liverpool and, and Manchester United. It's well.
3: a failure for City not to win the Champions League this year with that squad. Yeah, that's yeah. a failure yeah. for them. Yeah, they we're took an almost to...
2: invincible team, and they added Riyad Mahrez. And yeah.
3: we're looking to gain top four. They're looking to win the Champions League, and they should. So levels, right? Absolutely,
1: levels there. Colin, I'm not being. um, I don't think I'm expecting too much. I just expect. Yesterday, I expected the manager to put, like Lee said, I I expected him to put square pegs in square holes, Um, but he didn't. So I was was disappointed. That's that's all.
4: Exactly. Good point. Um,
1: Of course, it's his first game. I've known, you know, we've known for eight weeks that it's going to take time. A lot of people. I mean. Pep Guardiola lost his first game uh 4-2 against Leicester. He then went to Watford the next week and got back a- and got hammered 4-0 by Watford.
2: He should have been gone.
1: Now look. <laughs> you know, now look, I'm not saying Unai Emery is 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 in the class of Guardiola, but he could be, who knows, he might be. Maybe he it's might a strategy to lose the first game. He might be. Um so yeah. Yeah, like I said, I need jo- I need jokes yesterday I said a few things that I looked a bit silly um but it, like i said i just got caught up in the moment um i was just frustrated that's all
2: special shout out in the chat to that london fellow who asked me how my diet is going it's going fantastic and the next thing i'm going to eat is your mom
4: oh!
1: <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> so thanks for your comments in the chat um
1: <laughs> sorry uh to all our listeners under the age of 12 um You'll have to ask your dad what that means
3: yeah, in a couple of years' I time.
1: Would yeah, they yeah in, a, in a couple of years' time.
3: What yeah. did Archie do that he's being reported? <laughs> I don't know. Archie <laughs> usually comes up with
1: some good stuff. but I want to uh, know who's be- I want to know who's doing the reporting. Well, yeah, no one's reporting ready. anybody.
2: We're going to unreport you, Archie. Um, how many points will we get in the next nine games? Now, keep in mind, this is, this is what I was saying earlier. The, we, we start off with two whoppers uh manchester city and uh that's technical football term uh, in america whoppers uh man city and chelsea but then the next eight games after that stretching all the way through the end of october are against clubs that that at the very least we should be beating um mid-table seventh to tenth place teams and then a couple of really you know low-end and newly promoted teams so uh i mean out of 27 points in the next nine games what do you think andy what Sorry, would you be? What would what would what would you? What would what? Under what amount would you start to become really alarmed?
3: Um. Listen, this team is, by all accounts, pretty much the same squad as we had last season, right? So you know, I would say this weekend with Chelsea, with the way they're playing, I, I don't buy into this the, their win at the past because They played nobody, so we should play well against Chelsea. I think. A minimum of one point there but then we go on a run of of west ham and, and smaller clubs that's where i think we're going to start really getting off running and so i give him until december because it takes a while for new managers to embed their system on players and as uh we've heard before like pep didn't get it right uh um Klopp hasn't gotten it right the first couple of months. And now look at those teams flying. I mean, I know it's been a couple of years, but if you look at the first couple of months, it's very hard for new managers to come in and, and break the mindset and the values of a, what a lot of these players have grown up seeing every week. So I give it until Christmas. Um, as I said on our podcast, my expectations for this season isn't for us to win the league. I think that's not attainable. Uh, my expectation is that we're in the running April, May. and that we have a couple cup runs going. I want to be in the mix. So I say give us till Christmas, and and that's when we should really start looking at this team. And again, it's not just how many points we have. It's how we're playing in each match. You know, if we had nicked a goal yesterday, I think our outcome's a little bit different. But he said, hey, we're going to see something different against Chelsea. Let's take him by his word, right? The way we play City and Chelsea are going to be completely different against a West Ham. So I give him till Christmas personally.
2: Right, so you don't want to put a point total after the first time.
3: Mike,
4: that's coming from
2: someone who said that we were going to win our first wait, seven everybody,
4: games. Everybody slags me off about nine calling and all that. Like, but when <laughs> I get asked a question, I do do answer it correctly, you know, right? Like, you know, yeah, yeah, 20 points uh, under 20 points. I'll be. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: That, that, that took I'll me a worried. bit. Yeah. But yeah, he, he fucking didn't listen to any part but of the I question. Didn't matter. Matter.
3: No, no, I didn't no. say to you, Mike, I didn't hear the question. No. <laughs> Are you, and then
4: you, are you Tom? Quick
3: enough, quick enough to have a guy at the banging,
4: <laughs> bang, is he? You know, how's a guy about me about a bang oh, bang, yeah. don't even answer questions right, you know? Like, no, a, that's a stupid, stupid
3: answer. Lee, what did yeah, you say? Stupid
4: 20 answer. points. Stupid question. stupid
3: answer. All right, fine. If Lee said 20 points, I'm going to say 19. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I'm,
3: I'm with Lee, under 20.
2: Twenty. I, I think we could after ten games we could have fifteen to seventeen points and it wouldn't be the end of the world. I mean we'll yeah. probably be in eighth place if that's or seventh or eighth place if that's the case. But um, you keep
4: aiming higher, Mike. You keep, you aiming, keep aiming higher. higher. Uh,
2: I'm not. I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm just saying look, it, it's gonna. <laughs> I'm starting to look like one of these arson uh, in people now. But uh, look, I, I'm. I just want some peace and quiet in my life. So I'm hoping for some. <laughs> And, and and you and I are gonna be watching that third game together. Yeah, so we are.
0: Yeah,
4: we are. So be prepared yeah,
2: so. to see some some drunken uh AFTV, Arsenal Fan TV in New York's uh, submission um uh, by video on that day. But uh if we lose against West Ham, what are we are, are, is Steam gonna be coming off? Right? Uh,
4: listen, listen, if we lose against West Ham, we've got all day again yeah like, I ain't gonna be good company. You know what I mean? Like if it was <laughs> we're gonna go on to a boat and are you gonna <laughs> jump in the water at the Statue
2: <laughs> of Liberty and dump me overboard? <laughs>
4: It, there's two there's two there's two uh there's two uh bodies in the in the hudson river wearing arsenal shirts you know what i mean saying <laughs> like that you know so <laughs> at least it's a three o'clock kickoff or four o'clock kickoff the days that like, we're going we're going out was it a ten o'clock kickoff is it
2: yeah the game will be over by noon
4: oh god we've got to win that i'll tell you like, you know what I mean? like you know what i mean it's it's, it's 16 hours like. <laughs> no no I'll it. no come on come on we've got to win that you, game.
2: you can go to the nine eleven memorial and be less depressed yeah. <laughs> then, then, it's gonna if be we bad
4: to It's gonna be bad enough because um the Chelsea games are five, so that's 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 the 12 o'clock, you know what I mean? So by two o'clock onwards I'm gonna have a shitty day, you know what I mean? So uh, I can't have it on the Saturday as well. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna win the game against West Ham, yep.
2: Well that's that's if you're letting the country really? after what you said earlier right. about America. No. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna have to yep. jump in. Um because unfortunately we are out of time. Ah. Uh. Wah, 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 well, that's good because I'm wah, out of questions. Wah, wah, wah. Um, like I said before, we started this podcast. Podcast, and like I said during the middle of it, we've done this tonight to raise awareness, and we're going to try and raise some money for cancer research. Um, Mike, uh, can I
2: say how we have the opportunity for someone to be responsible for up to five hundred dollars of a donation? We have a, a, a wonderful listener who is looking for a, a, kind of some help on a private project of his, and he, and he thought to solicit some help by offering money to donate to gunners versus cancer so we stand to receive up to 500 from one of our, our users as a donation uh for those artsy gunner uh, gunners out there that can um, can create a logo for a t-shirt that he's looking to make so this is not connected to gunners versus cancer other than for the donation um but it needs to have a fox theme with the word fox like the animal um very present in the theme and some sort of graphic design as, as well. And it's geared towards 16 to 30 year olds, that age range. So it can't be too childish. It shouldn't be, you know, there should be no Fox penises or vaginas or anything like that. Cause it's, it's not for, you know, it's not for just, it's not a pornographic thing, but, um, but just some sort of t-shirt emblem, maybe like the size of a badge on a, on a, on a football shirt. And if you can uh, email Gooners at Gooners in USA or uh dm us uh if our dms aren't open just send us a tweet and I'll, I'll i'll follow you um but if we can get some you know a design or multiple designs the more we can get for him to choose from the better of a chance that we get to have our uh our, our five hundred dollars donated because that is that will be a huge part of getting us closer to our goal super
1: our followers. There's, a few, can... there's a few of our followers who might be interested in that you know um there's a few uh artists we've got um is it charlie that follows us she does charlie those, i've those already been, i've yeah, already been
2: speaking with charlie yeah. um he, he's actually already sent one in and uh hopefully make a, a slight revision to it but i mean i i've become aware of a few people who yeah. who are There's regularly into that charlie's at the top of the list There's but if team. you know others that uh that you may you know that may want to hear that that aren't paid and aren't tuned in today please you know don't hesitate to retweet our tweet about it
1: will do, <coughs> we'll do. So, Mike and Andy, it's been a pleasure um, us having you on our podcast and us being on your podcast, if that, if, if, if that makes sense. That makes sense.
2: That makes yeah. sense. You're, you're, you're now a three-time guest, Craig.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Three times. Three times Three on five, the second 47 times. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure, um, and I'm glad we've done it. Sorry it didn't work out how I wanted it to go. Um, I've actually been working bloody hard all week. To uh make sure that software was working, but um obviously it's, it's just not meant. It to did be. look good though. It did look good. Oh, it did. But um, unfortunately, my
2: face is one quarter of the size that it normally is. <laughs> is,
1: is a me, so. Judge, a pleasure as always, mate. Never a chore to uh, to have you on and to be speaking with you.
4: Yeah, no, I just want to say that I do really like Americans. Just, just nothing about them. Especially what the ones can, uh, that work in the airport security. Uh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm looking forward to coming out there in New York in a in a in a week's or so.
1: And of course, the last thank you goes to everyone who was watching this evening. Um over 250 of you tuned in this evening um to listen to us talk rubbish for the last hour. Uh well, not all of it was rubbish. Um, some of it was nah. quite good. Some of it was quite good. Just my um, bad. Yeah, yeah, it was just
4: your all right when, yeah. when we was answering the questions we were told to. It was good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you very much. Uh, we will see you uh, sometime next week, uh, hopefully, with uh, a better result to talk about. Uh, that would be nice. I thought you were so, going to say better guests. <laughs> 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 it did cross my mind. Um, so, yeah, until we see you again next week.
2: With a better result to talk about, hopefully.
0: At the Arsenal. Cheers, come on, you goodness. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.